Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now, your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you, Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for All set. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Off to the races. Another big show, The Conspiracy Farm for the Archives. Jeffrey Wilson right here, riding shotgun with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer, Patrick J. Militich. How are we doing this afternoon, champ? I'm doing superb. We have an excellent guest, a, a mogul. Certainly fits this guy, the, the name mogul. And and look, if if we can help his presidential run by, by, by having him on, great. But more than anything else, I think he's just a very interesting guy who's led an incredible life and and i just want to hear about it to be honest with you i mean without a doubt the guy's lived you know multiple lifetimes in one life you probably have his antivirus software on your computer right now he was locking down mcafee and associates starting in 1987 kind of really was the frontier pioneer of uh antivirus software etc cetera, etc cetera. he's gone on to do many many of great things like i said he's lived multiple lives in one lifetime he has his hands full right now with the u.s government and we're going to talk a little bit about it and also his presidential campaign and whatever else he has going on john mcafee how are you doing today sir hey, well i'm doing incredible considering i've got the world on my shoulders and yes, you do. um i'm not i'm not new to that it's uh, been most of my life but uh, both uh, my wife uh, janice and myself are doing spectacular and i'm happy to be on the show well and i appreciate it like i said i know you got your hands full so i appreciate you taking the time um, you know, what's how's life treating you these days, man? I've been following you, obviously, like the, your million plus followers on Twitter. You got your hands full, sir, and um, y- you're doing a lot these days. How's life treating you? And what's going on in the world of John Maf- McAfee? Well, the world of John McAfee is, is filled with authoritarian figures right now. I mean, even here in Cuba, um, two days ago, the uh, while when we left, uh, the military. Uh, and uh, talking to the harbor master, the customs, and everybody else uh, wanted to know where we are, what we're doing, and so on. I'm hoping that they're doing that to uh, uh, to provide because um, certainly uh, we have a common enemy, which is the corrupt uh, uh, people in the U.S. government today. Well, in where uh, before we're... Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I love it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, before we left for Cuba, we were in the Bahamas. Now, I chose the Bahamas because the U.S. government had uh, falsely charged me with... uh, In truth, I have not paid taxes in eight years and did not ever intend to pay them again. However, that is not a... um, Failure to file taxes is not tax fraud. Lying about it is fraud. So, in any case, they, they trumped up little charges. I went to the Bahamas because the Bahamas has no income tax. And you may not be extradited from a country unless the crime that they're extraditing you for is a crime in the country you're residing in. Right. Well, they had no income tax, uh, so income tax fraud is not a crime. Um, so what happened is the, the, the U.S. government, and I, I have many, many friends within the government, so I, I know pretty much what's going to happen beforehand. The U.S. government, uh, uh, the FBI, <clears throat> in conjunction with the CIA, went to the uh, Bahamian officials with a list of complaints, including murder, 
uh, money laundering and racketeering. And I don't even know what racketeering is. Uh, you know, if someone could enlighten me, that would be great. Um, for which I could be extradited for. Their plan was to get me extradited, drop those ridiculous charges, and then charge him with the income tax things. So in any case, uh, I left just before the authorities showed up at the dock in the Bahamas uh, and showed up here in Cuba. Now, here we have, we're being watched constantly, and I'm not sure whether it's by the CIA, which does operate here, or by the, by the Cuban authorities. Uh, but in either case, no one is, is attempting to... Uh, in, impede my my movements or in any way interfere with me so they may watch as much as they like you think they're they're just biding their time i mean as you kind of get closer with your 2020 election like your online campaign your online you know footprint is huge like you said to million twitter followers do you think they're just just waiting for what see that's the issue here in cuba um now cuba has never extradited an american citizen to america never uh, I hope that I'm not the first. Uh, I think it would be odd that I would be, given the fact that the administration is, has clamped down even harder on the Cuban economy by uh, the, banning all travel to to Cuba, including cru cruise ships. Hmm. <clears throat> now, what's odd is the cruise ships, the cruise ship lines, none of them are American lines. They're European, mostly. And yet the American government says, no, you may not go to Cuba. And, and people go, oh, okay. And that's how long the American arm is when it's carrying a baseball bat <laughs> bash the rest of the world. What do they say? Speak softly and carry a big stick. I mean, you obviously, you've been in their crosshairs. That was said, that was said I think, by a, a very non-corrupted administration. Teddy Roosevelt, uh, if I remember correctly. Using the stick inappropriately everywhere. Yo, uh, the U.S. is a policeman. And as we've seen that play out, and we talk about that quite a bit on the show, and it is interesting, man, hearing about you for so many years. I mean, you've obviously been in the crosshairs of the government for quite a while. And, you know, lately on your online feed, you're basically, I mean, we can cuss on this show, and I hope it doesn't offend you, sir. You basically have said, leave me the fuck alone. I am John fucking McAfee. I have 31 terabytes of data that I literally will unload and just unleash on the world if I have to. And, you know... As we know, the world is just, I mean, the, the governments all throughout the world are just super corrupt. I mean, what, do you, what are your thoughts on kind of you having to have that kind of dead man switch and correlate that to something like a, like a Julian Assange, a supposed whistleblower who's had, you know, had his problems for basically raising the attention of some of the corruption going on in the world, uh, you know, with, includes our government. Well, I think Julian was doing the right thing. I think the, the problem was that Julian was the wrong man for the job. I think. Uh, Wikipedia, or rather WikiLeaks, is, is an extremely necessary thing uh, in order to provide some kind of window into the darkness uh, of the U.S. government. I mean, the U.S. government says we have to keep secrets from you, but you may keep none from us. Right. Do you understand that that's the reverse of what it should be? We should be able to see what the hell our government is doing. We elected them. They serve us, and we can't see what you're doing. They say, well, it's because of national security. Well, let me please enlighten everyone. I'm one of the world's leading security experts, and I promise you there are no secrets left in this world. Hmm. You think that something happening in the CIA or in some covert agencies or in the bowels of the Defense Department is not known within a matter of minutes after it is known to anyone? Please, God. Uh, the hacking technology has become so far... 
beyond entering the world where there are no secrets. So why bother? And please don't tell me that you can't let me see what you're doing in the government because other countries may find out about it. Well, that's utter bullshit right. because the U.S. knows what everybody's doing and they, everybody knows what the U.S. is doing. You can't keep a secret from a world government. You can't even keep a secret from a good single hacker. So, God, that's, that's, that is no excuse. What is wrong with total openness about what we're doing? I mean, good God, people, we created the government, and the government is now telling us what to do, where we can go. You can't come here and visit me. I'm here in Cuba. You're supposed to be a free person. Try coming to Cuba, for fuck's sake. You're supposed to be a free person, unencumbered by the government. Well, try not paying your taxes, your income taxes. <laughs> Which, well, you know, have, yeah. That, that no, that unconstitutional nature of that. I mean, they've said in Supreme Court decisions time after time before the Federal Reserve Act and the Income Act, income Tax was passed in 1913 that a direct tax on, constitu on, on your wages was unconstitutional. And, you know, you kind of you, you speak to that. The unconstitutional nature of the well, here's, here's unconstitutional. The, the the Constitution states very fucking clearly Congress shall pass no laws to restrict or inhibit a person's ability to earn a living. Well tell me that taking twenty five or thirty percent of the money we have a serious problem. Why was that act passed? Because politicians needed more cash to line their pockets. More junk. Please forgive us, ladies and gentlemen. Like John said, more he, private he is in Cuba. Yeah, we're just having a little bit of issues hearing you. But like I said, you're in Cuba, so I don't think they got. Uh, I don't think they're well, working with 4G down there. They, they, they could be hacking. They could be hacking this. Is probably not. Yeah. Well, Peter, down. Do you realize that there's not a single congressman or congress who, when they leave office, is not a multimillionaire? Right, right. Check it yourself. And yet, do they come into office as multimillionaires? No. <laughs> How did that happen on a salary that they make? The other question you have to ask as American citizens, you want to elect a person willing to spend hundreds of millions of dollars to become president? Do you understand the insanity? Do you understand the awesome responsibilities of it? It's incredible that anybody would want the job, even if you paid them. And yet, you're spending hundreds of millions. You ask yourself why they don't make it up in salary. Yeah, they make it up. They make it up in power. Earth would do and do it properly, which is serve 400 million people. Who would do that job and pay to do it? Nobody. <laughs> we need to elect that we have to drag kicking and screaming into office. It should be like jury duty. It should be, you know, so it make a good point. I can do it. I'm sorry. You're an American citizen. Take some responsibility. Four years out of your life. That's not asking much. That's who we need to elect. Right. But fuck no, we're seeing people who are fighting tooth and nail to sit in that chair for the most difficult job in the world, or should be. 
Uh-uh. Please, well, God, wake up, America. As we, as, we, as we traverse down this, and what we do oftentimes on this show, you know, the, the conundrum of Trump, he's this curveball to the system, supposedly. On, on the surface, he's this curveball to the system. Do you have any particular thoughts on Donald Trump? Is he the white hat that, you know, this anti-establishment figure that's doing his best to change the system within the system but surrounded by Judas's? Or do you think he's just another, just, you know? You cannot change the system from within the system. And when I say the system, I don't mean the American Constitution and the structure. No, I mean the system of corruption, of bribery, of lying, of deceiving, of propaganda. That, that what, system what many has. know as the swamp? The deep state. I'm sorry? What many know as the swamp or the deep state? Yeah, you, if you want to change it, we, as the voters, have to change it. That's the only way. And how do we change it? Vote every last son of a bitch out. Right. Go out and get three derelicts as your candidates. Vote for them. It will make an improvement. They will know how yet to to use the system for their own. So, so no, here's the problem with presidencies. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't fucking matter. I mean, you put an Obama in, and he spends half of his administration, half of his time, uh, bringing out Obamacare. The Republicans dismantle it. Whatever the Republicans do, the Democrats will dismantle. It's our two party and the corruption within each of those systems. That's the problem. So I think what Donald Trump has proven is it doesn't fucking matter who's in that seat. <laughs> Put Jesus Christ in that seat, and nothing will change. We have to unravel the entire system. I mean, you can't jump into the swamp with the alligators and expect to win. Right. Go to the, yeah. go to the, dam, go to the dam and knock a hole in and drain the fucker. Then, then, when there's no water and the alligators are dying of dehydration, then maybe you can do it. That's what we're trying to do. We've got a swamp of alligators and we're throwing some person in going, yeah, do the job. Bullshit. Right. As soon as you sit in that chair, you have a thousand strings attached right. to every every single appendage, and you have to do the bidding of those strings. You become a puppet. The system is the master. The president is 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 merely a face in the story. Right. Well, and usually, oftentimes, almost like mafia hierarchy or gang hierarchy, like in order to get into those high up positions, you have to be compromisable. So they can't have some lone gunman or not lone gunman, but lone gunslinger, white hat going and doing it the way he wants. Because like you said, there's so many hooks into these guys and gals that, you know, there's no there's no room for freedom of thought or freedom of, you know, to do what you want. Do you think that the CIA will not whack a president? Oh, please, God, look at look at Kennedy. Right. I mean. The, the CIA and, and the FBI, I mean, look, look at J. Edgar Hoover, the most powerful man ever to be created in America, and he was just the head of the FBI. How did he do it? Because he got the goods on every single person who came. was nobody, I'm sorry, nobody who's in a powerful, a political position is clean. Right. Nobody. They can't be. If you think. Well, you, you, you're living in your mother's closet and you never left the house. <laughs>
Well, in a huge part of this, John, and we talk about it all the time, like you said, the voters have to make these right decisions, but there is this war on information. There is so much disinformation and misinformation out there. I forget when it was, National Defense Authorization Act 1 or 2 where Obama passed, that they can legally propagandize the U.S. citizen, which was illegal before, and we just see it so much just playing out, just the propaganda everywhere. And, you know, in particular with Trump now, we're, we're knocking on Venezuela's door. We're knocking on Iran's door. What do you, I mean, what are your thoughts that just reading from the same playbook, it seems like? Well, let's talk about propaganda. You said the word a few times. Now, I'm here in Cuba. Three days ago, the Wall Street Journal had a major long article with photographs about people starving here in Cuba and the government advising them to eat rats. I swear to God, go read that story. <laughs> read it. And I'm here. And, and uh, not just in Havana, today I went out deep into, took photos, looked at things. I didn't see a starving person. In fact, I think Cubans, by and large, are overweight. I really do. I don't know what the cause of that is, but they sure as fuck are not starving. So, and when I showed these this, uh, this headline and, and this article to the Cuban people, they just laughed. Well, some were very sad that a major newspaper in America would be uh, propagandizing for the U.S. government. And why would the U.S. government be propagandizing? Because right now it doesn't want anybody traveling to Cuba. That's, uh, Are you going to travel to a country where there are eating cats in the yeah. street? No, I'm, to, I'm here to tell you now, it's all fucking lies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cuban people are put down, terrified to talk shit. I've never seen a happier, braver bunch of people in my entire life. You know, there are as, indi <clears throat> as individualistic here as you know, we went to went to the Tropicana two nights ago, one of the one of the great nightclubs of the world here in Havana, and I saw people, you know, with uh, bald heads and mohawks and 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 people looking like American Indians, the way they did their hair and wearing whatever they fucking wanted. Please God, you think this is not individuality? Yes. It's America that's the fucking problem. They're saying that people are starving in the streets. There are no homeless people here, and there are no starving people. But you look at L.A., San Francisco, Portland. You look at the major cities, the tent cities, people living under fucking bridges, and they're pointing a finger elsewhere. Wake the fuck up, America. Wake you know, up. That's, very good. that's a very good point. I wanted to ask you a question and rewind a little bit to when um, I have to jump back to this because – you know, we've been talking about the CIA so much. I have to ask you, you know, when 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 you created the security systems for the for the you know uh, computers of the world, at that point you have a level of intelligence that someone like the CIA is going to obviously recognize. And did did the CIA and the United States government then come to you and say, hey, we need you to build us you know super security systems for our computers or 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 ask you to crack into other countries' uh, security systems to, to find out information? I, I can't tell you anything that I may or may not have done, or if I, if I did work for them, I couldn't say that. I will say this. Um, my first customers was the FBI, the Defense Department, every single covert agency of the U.S. government as soon as I started business. Um, wow. but, but I'm the I don't like to be told a lot to do. Um, I'm awake at night for. So 
if I did ever cooperate with them, that would have ended very soon. Um, however, I still have friends in all of these agencies, and without those, I would have been uh, collected years ago. Yeah, I imagine Until so. Shit happens. Please leave. They're coming. Wow. Well, in it, we're in and this. Who's coming? The corrupt fucking. My friend, any degree of, of dignity, self awareness, and conscience. And I've always wondered kind of why why the huge hard on for you. You know what I mean? I think probably because, like Pat alluded to, I mean, you're you, superior intelligence, superior technological acumen with computers, et cetera, et cetera. Like, like you say all the time, I've, I've heard, you know, your videos with doing show prep. I'm like, you guys know who I am. Like, I know where all the cameras are I, in this huge expanding surveillance state. I, you know, I, I'm the master of this. So they know you are a very formidable quote unquote opponent even though I don't know if you like to relish that term of being an opponent but they know who they're eyeballing there the propaganda the deception the lies uh, the attempts to blind the American people and turn us all into sheep I, I'm offended by that and so I get up and I say things publicly like the IR is a festering pustule on the face of them over and over. Uh, and, and I call the FBI criminals. And I, and I call out the corruption and the greed and the insanity of the government. Well, it's okay to do that if I'm standing on a street corner, you know, dressed in rags. I don't give a shit. When I'm talking to a million people, that, that upsets them. That's different. And, scares them as it should for fuck's sake because i am not going to shut up so their goal is we're not going to kill me you know most of them um but they sure sound like kidding at me all they want us to put me in a prison somewhere where my voice will never again be heard well please god you try that you just fucking try that because i am john fucking mcafee and before you reach your hand to your end of story. Yeah, that's um, yeah, you're definitely definitely not one to mess with, man. And like again, I don't want to keep you too much longer. The audio, I don't want to keep having run into audio issues. But Bitcoin, you've had a revelation or a prognostication about Bitcoin being, you know, the highest level by July fifteenth. Um, speak to me about that, if you will. In addition to, we've had this conversation recently over the last few months. This emerging technocracy, the surveillance state. Et cetera, et cetera. Is is digital currency moving in that direction of a cashless society? You know, they say data is the new oil. Um, I know fiat currency has been jacked up since you know fractional reserve banking in 1913 and creature of Jekyll Island, et cetera, et cetera. You know, with that alternative being digital currency, is that moving in that direction of you know no more anonymous transactions? Everything is monitored. Part of that 5G, Internet of Things. Everything is you know the technocracy, if you will. Okay, now you, you've touched on an extraordinarily complex and subtle subject. Let me give you my viewpoint. The that because not only have I been calling the you know the IRS a, a testering posture, uh, I have been screaming from the roof: cryptocurrency will form government control. Because if we take control of our own currency, we take control of our lives. Do you understand? Right. 
fiat currency is necessary to pay the bills, get the rent, put your kids, buy clothes, buy food. Without it, you're lost. That is how we are controlled people. And those control that currency control us for the very first time. We now have an alternative. But only we uh, cryptocurrency or any governmental or bank currency. No, that's all more fucking bullshit to get more control. No, we have privacy coins like Monero. You trust and hack that fucker. Where they are, what they, what their business they've done, what their transaction is. You just can't fuck. So I've been screaming that. Now, they say, well, you know, the exchanges are a weakness. Well, that's also a very subtle point. While we still need fee, but when distributed exchange, then what the fuck are they going to do? There is no central server in Beijing or Chicago that they can go and shut down or set fire to or arrest the people or cut the electricity off to. No. But more importantly, please, God, people, see the real future, the real truth of this when we no longer need to exchange for fiat. Imagine a world where almost everybody accepts cryptocurrency. And really because the cryptocurrency's value is based upon what it can, like every currency should be. Please, God, people, see this. Do not buy into these fake cryptocurrencies that are being generated by large corporations. They are designed to keep you in slavery. Yeah, that's what it sounds like Wells Fargo and so many of these banks are already kind of ahead of the curve with their blockchain and their own cryptocurrency because they know fiat's, you know, the t- you know it's thing, on its the way nice out. Thing, yeah, but... Go ahead, John. Say it again, John. And if they say you have to use them, say, fuck you. We're all free people. I'm with it. I'm yeah. with it. And that's the thing. There's over 1,600 currencies right now. You don't have to use those. We've still got you a little bit. You're breaking up. So so in any case, did you get any of that? I hope you did. No, I think think it maybe. The last 30 seconds, we lost that last 30 seconds. Yeah, if you go, if you talk real fast, it seems to come apart a little bit. Let me repeat my last 30 seconds. Yeah, just talk You do not have to use a corporate cryptocurrency or a currency from the government or a cryptocurrency from a bank or the Fed or anyone else. You are free to choose people. Choose a currency that we, the people, have developed. A privacy coin like Monero, like up there, gives us total. And if you must use ours, say fuck you. And they're going to know that you're using Monero or, or Apollo anyway. So it is the next evolution of like digi- of, of, of economic transactions, just the economy period, is, is blockchain and, and digital currencies. Would you say? Absolutely. I would say that absolutely, sir. Did you hear me? I did absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. If the government doesn't control the money. They certainly don't control us anymore. And that's 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 a very well well put point. 
And thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. enjoyed this. So I'm sorry that we had some... I hope you can uh, put it together to an edit. Yeah, we'll definitely we'll definitely make it happen. And again, thank you for your time, sir. Best of luck for the campaign, the presidential campaign. Stay safe. Be good down there in Cuba or wherever you happen to go, sir. I appreciate the work and what you're doing. Thank you, sir. And thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, John. John McAfee, ladies and gentlemen. Peace and so much love. Stay tuned. There will always be more. <laughs>